In April, still relatively early on in the COVID-19 pandemic, Chattanooga Mayor Andy Burke announced an executive order for emergency shutdown of non-essential services throughout the city, as well as a mask mandate for those businesses and public spaces which did remain open. The state soon intervened and made it clear that the Hamilton County Health Department, not the mayor, was solely responsible for setting COVID policy throughout Hamilton County, including within Chattanooga city limits. The mayor was forced to withdraw his executive order. It was not until several weeks later that the county announced its own COVID control measures. Why were these two forms of government, the county and the city, at odds with one another? Why was one given the power to close businesses and set mask mandates, and the other was not? These questions lead us to the heart of the difference between county and city governments. Welcome to Chattanooga Civics. I'm Nathan Bird. To understand local government, we really need to start with a higher level of government, the state. It may not seem like it when you watch the nightly news, but the states are actually the primary level of government in this country, at least in theory. Power flows from the people to the states, and from there power is fed upward to the federal government and downward to the local governments. This theory is really key to understanding how local governments operate and interact. You see, the county is, at the end of the day, just an administrative division of the state. Power flows directly from the state to the county. The state legislature creates a general policy, and the county is tasked with applying that policy to local conditions. So the state may pass a law establishing a public school system, for example, and it's up to the county to come up with local laws on how to build, maintain, and manage that school system. The state, when passing a law, provides the general guidelines, the skeleton, and the county applies those guidelines to local conditions, puts meat on the bones. But the powers of the county are quite limited. The county can only exercise powers that have been granted explicitly or implicitly by the state. While counties are a subdivision of the state, cities are an expansion upon the state. Cities exist to provide additional services and further and more detailed control over local policy that the state may not want to provide in all areas. But even though cities exercise power above and beyond what the state requires, they still ultimately derive their authority from the state. When a group of people wish to incorporate a city or a town, they must go to the state legislature to receive a charter. The Charter is a document which establishes the city government and explains very broadly what powers the city government claims and how the government will function. Similar to a constitution, it is the basis for all laws that the city may later enact. There are several different types of charters in Tennessee, but for now I'm only going to focus on home rule charters, which is the category that Chattanooga falls into. Home rule charters provide the most flexibility to a city. 
Most other types of city charter can only be amended with the consent of the state legislature. Home rule charters, on the other hand, are under nearly complete control of the citizens of the city. A city with a home rule charter may pass any legislation and any amendment to their charter so long as it does not conflict with federal or state law. It's worth mentioning that it is also possible to form what is called a consolidated metropolitan government. This is essentially a combination of the county government and a city or several city governments in order to provide more consolidated and streamlined services and governance. There are currently only three consolidated governments in Tennessee, the most notable being Nashville-Davidson County. The actual consolidation process can be complex, and while it may solve several issues like duplication of services and conflicts of authority, it can also lead to new problems, like dilution of local control or an increase in taxes. Every so often, suggestions will be made for consolidated Chattanooga-Hamilton County government, but these suggestions have not yet gained much traction. So let's circle back to our opening scenario. What was the root of the conflict surrounding the city's COVID response? Well, the state government, under a series of executive orders by Governor Bill Lee, had explicitly given authority over COVID policy to the counties. In that same set of executive orders, the governor explicitly prohibited other authorities, including cities, from setting up COVID policies that were contrary to the county. Cities can still make recommendations to their citizens, but they cannot enforce any COVID policies other than those set by the county. This is not a rare situation. The state regularly prevents cities from enacting certain laws. This is called preemption. There are some other notable cases of state preemption. For example, cities in Tennessee are not allowed to set their own minimum wage. They are not allowed to designate themselves as sanctuary cities. They cannot place additional regulations on the possession of knives and firearms. And they cannot ban plastic bags in grocery stores. So to sum up, both county and city derive their powers from the state. Generally speaking, counties may only do what the state has given it authority to do, while cities may do anything that the state has not prohibited them from doing. But if the county has been given authority over a specific issue, it can usually supersede city action within its jurisdiction. Now, I would hate to leave you with the impression that the city and the county are constantly at odds with one another. More often than not, the city and the county are collaborators, not rivals. There are a number of services that they coordinate together. For example, the Chattanooga-Hamilton County Regional Planning Agency, or RPA, is the land use planning organization for our area. They analyze patterns in urban development and transportation, and they help guide the zoning decisions of the city council and the county commission based on that analysis. While they don't have final say over zoning issues, their opinion is taken very seriously. The Chattanooga Area Regional Transportation Authority, or CARTA, is the public transit system for the city and county. The public bus fleet is the most well-known CARTA project, but they also manage much of the parking downtown, the Lookout Mountain Incline Railroad, 
and a specialized public transportation system for disabled citizens. Additionally, the city police and the county sheriff's office routinely coordinate law enforcement efforts. The county is a member of the Chattanooga Interagency Council on Homelessness, and the Hamilton County Department of Education routinely partners with EPB and other departments of the city. And even when it comes to COVID policy, the city and county eventually worked out their differences. Not long after the initial confusion settled, the COVID-19 Joint Task Force was announced, a partnership created to better share information and coordinate between the city and county. That wraps up our first episode of Chattanooga Civics. Our music was written and recorded by Kevin McLeod. This is the part of the show where most hosts will tell you to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to leave a review, that is great. But if you're enjoying this podcast, the best thing you can do is tell your friends about it. This is a small city. Word of mouth goes a long way. If you have any questions or feedback, send me an email at chattanoogacivics at gmail.com or follow me on Facebook and Twitter at chatcivics. That's chat with two T's. If you're feeling especially generous, you can donate to support this podcast using the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.